This content is suitable for curious and objective listeners and viewers only. User discretion is advised. You know, they say if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you're going. All right, so welcome back to an episode of The Credentials. I'm your host, Charles Stewart, and we have here a very, very special guest, uh, my good professor, Dr. Jason Pappas. And just to give you a little background about uh, Dr. Pappas, <laughs> he is the head of FSU's internship uh, coordinator position role. Basically, his, his job is to help students like myself be in positions of sport to get experiences that are helpful for their futures. Uh, he's someone who has went to FSU for his master, for his undergrad. He went to South Carolina for his master's, and then he went to USC for his doctor program. And more importantly, I'm appreciative to have you here, Dr. Pappas, because you are the reason why, in my opinion, and we talked earlier as to why our program is number one, because I went to UF for undergrad, and Clemson, there's Alabama's, they all have great sports management programs. But what program is here with the college football playoff 2021 amid all the different challenges that we've had and you're still having students get valuable real life sports experience and i think that's why college choice made fsu the number one sports management program so thank you for taking time to speak with me and have this conversation and the goal of this conversation is to help college students take advantage of the college experience in 2020. Yep. You know, because it's what we always say is, you know, when you were going to school, you just needed a degree for the most part. For the most part, that's absolutely right. I mean, for me, it was understanding the industry and the culture. Mm -hmm. We didn't have someone like myself to guide us and lead us to internships. We had to figure it out on ourselves. Mm -hmm. But back then, even people didn't know you could even have a career or a job in sport. Mm -hmm. And beknownst to me, I didn't know that uh, as a freshman at Florida State way back in the early 90s. Mm. And as I went through my experiences, mm -hmm. I realized there's so many different opportunities to work. So mm -hmm. you're right, I, I didn't have the ability to understand that, hey, I got a degree, I'm gonna get a job. Mm -hmm. But it's even harder now more so than ever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and to your point, like I said, that's why we're having this conversation is to get your, your tips, your stories, and your advice on how to help the high school junior or mm -hmm. senior prepare for college and how do you help the college freshman in 2020 take advantage of the college experience? So, but before we get there, I want to know what is your your what sparks your passion for mm. leadership and teaching? Well, you know, I, I don't call it uh, leadership. I, I would somewhat call it more or less uh, mm. teaching slash mentoring. And my passion each and every day when when my alarm goes off and when I get a chance to go onto campus and to meet with students is to be able to make a, a somewhat of a positive impact and difference in their lives mm -hmm. by providing them opportunities and understanding realities of this industry mm -hmm. uh, in terms of, you know what, if, if, you're, if you're concerned about the dollars, if you're concerned about titles, if you're concerned about what your next step is, don't work in sport. Mm -hmm. You've got to love this industry and you've got to do it in a way that at, at, a, at a young age because you need to gain that experience. That's why I tell our students, if not, look into going to other majors. Exactly. But, in, but our students got to realize that if they want to be able to separate themselves in a very, very, very competitive industry. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate you saying that because, like you said, sports is very, 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 very competitive. And they tell you at these internships, there's thousands of people like you willing to do this for free, for nothing. They just want the opportunity. So do you really want the opportunity? Well, for me, when you find your passion and love in your job, mm -hmm. I knew at some point I wanted to work in sport. Mm -hmm. uh, I had no idea I was going to be able to teach my experience I've learned through the industry into mm -hmm. the classroom. And as a result, 
It's been wonderful. We've been working in the College Football National Championship their seventh straight year. We started a partnership in 2015 to provide students experiences that will last them for the rest of their career to get that first step. We're working the Super Bowl next month for uh, bringing multiple students, almost 30, like we did last year in Miami and Atlanta before. And it's to be able to get them the exposure of what it takes to really truly understand what this whole industry is about from a revenue perspective and from a culture perspective and really have a, a really truly understanding what it takes to roll up that sleeves and really put themselves into it because at the end of the day this is not just a job or a career exactly. it's a lifestyle exactly exactly so before like i said we go we dive deep into you know the, the college experience i kind of want to know did your parents mm. were they associated with teaching and learning and, <laughs> and educating well, my parents, they were very, very strict on me. My, uh, my stepfather was a big influence on me. He was an assistant superintendent of the school board. Okay. Uh, not much of a sport fan. My father mm -hmm. truly was, um, but uh, didn't know that you could actually, like I said, work in sport, but I was always around it. I mm -hmm. loved it. I played it. I grew up in Titusville, uh, went to Ashenaw. I was a student manager uh, with FSU under the heyday under Mark Rick. I was a student manager under oh, Charlie wow. Ward and Danny Cannell oh, wow. and got to experience our first national championship. Wow. Got a graduate assistant to work with football and academics, work with the Carolina Panthers and 98. Got to work with Lou Holtz and Steve Spurrier uh, at the University of South Carolina wow. for eight years. Got to go out to the West Coast to, to work with Pete Carroll mm -hmm. and, and the Trojans and then come back to my alma mater to be able to make an impact hopefully mm -hmm. to our students just like you, Charles. Mm -hmm. Oh, that, That's awesome. And like I said, that's why I love having you here because I love having the opportunity for people listening and viewing to see or hear and see the path that you went through and how it went from college to NFL to professional back down to college it went vertical went horizontal it yeah. went it even went down yeah. sometimes exactly you know but I, I love the well-rounded experience that you have because that is just something that goes unnoticed or not talked about in sport you know well it is I mean what we see on TV is the game itself people say mm -hmm. you know Dr. Pappas, I want to be a GM, general manager. I want to be an athletic director. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I had to have a, a serious talk with him to say, you know you know what that looks like? You know how many uh, GMs we have in the mm -hmm. NFL alone, much less the MLB and the NHL and, mm -hmm. and obviously the NBA? Mm -hmm. you, you got to be exposed to other areas. And if you're set on that goal, I'm not saying you can't achieve those goals, mm -hmm. but you got to start understanding how do I get there? Mm -hmm. Research. Understand that it, it takes a lot of effort mm -hmm. and a lot of time mm -hmm. to be able They just didn't wake up one day and I'm a general manager for the New England Patriots. It doesn't work that way. Exactly. And so we've got to educate our students to understand what it will Will take, but at the end of the day, along that pathway, those horizontal and those exactly. vertical, you're going to find other avenues that wow, this fits my personality exactly. or this fits my skill set. Exactly. And then once you're exposed to it, just like some of our students are here today, they're going to be able to know exactly what they want to do exactly. within sport. Exactly. And I think it's to your point, Dr. Pappas. It's you can't when someone wants to do something. It's not that you can't do it. It's being aware of there's a plan to get there exactly and you right. have to create a plan to get there. That's exactly right. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and even if you don't have a plan, it's okay to have action first, but then after you create that action, you still need that plan because it is a strategic mission, a strategic journey to get to that end destination. Absolutely. There's 32 or 30 GMs you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. In all professional sports and how many hundreds of thousands, millions of people pursuing those jobs. It's not that you can't get it. It's 
you have to be really strategic on how you go about getting it. Oh, absolutely. And, and I, I've had multiple students say, Dr. Pappas, I'm going to make you proud. It's not about making me proud to get to be a GM or, mm -hmm. or to be working in a certain area. What makes me proud is when they have that plan mm -hmm. and they understand they have to stick by that plan mm -hmm. and take each and every day for what it is and be blessed and, and truly appreciate the journey. Mm -hmm. What I tell our students all the time, don't worry about just that one goal. Mm -hmm. Appreciate and enjoy the process. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the journey because to me, that's what happens. What's my next job? What's my next title? What's exactly. my, forget all that. Enjoy how you get it, because that's where you build your skill sets. That's where you build your confidence. Mm -hmm. That's where you build the understanding of what it truly is going to take to get to that goal. Mm -hmm. And that goal may change at the time. Mm -hmm. But if by you enjoying that journey is really going to allow you to really not only stay in this industry, but you're really going to embrace it and mm -hmm. really have a full-time career within sport. Exactly, and thrive. So going back to you, right? So what was your initial game plan coming into college? Well, you know, honestly, you know, my game plan was the fact that, you know, I had an opportunity to be a vital walk-on, ended up being a student manager for four years. Mm -hmm. But during those four years as student manager for the football team, it opened up my eyes mm -hmm. to so many different avenues within sport. Mm -hmm. For instance, I did six internships while I was an undergrad. Wow. I worked in sport information. I worked in ticketing. I worked wow. in compliance. Mm -hmm. I worked in academics, which was my passion. Mm -hmm. I, I worked in event management. My senior year, I did the 1996 opening and closing ceremonies of the Olympics, which wow. was a great experience. Driving in Atlanta traffic, working 40, 50 hours for free, lining <laughs> up uh, wires, the whole deal, event mm -hmm. management. But, but it gave me an appreciation and understanding of, of what a major sporting event not only takes and what it is offered, but to understand that there's so much out there in sports. So my journey was one that I didn't know what I was getting into, mm -hmm. but along the way, I figured it out. Exactly. And I knew for one thing and one common thing only is that I needed to go above and beyond. I needed to have a positive attitude. Mm -hmm. I had to have a, a different way of, of, uh, of marketing myself mm -hmm. in a way that um, people would notice. And not mm -hmm. just, hey, look what I'm doing, but mm -hmm. more or less that I'm a team player. Mm -hmm. That I'm willing to roll up my sleeves and, and see the trash, pick it up, mm -hmm. have a positive attitude, compliment, just mm -hmm. be a team player. And that's what I try to tell our students, especially in this industry, you have to have those skill sets mm -hmm. no matter what industry or sport you're planning on going into. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... I heard you say you did six different internships and then you said that you found that academics mm -hmm. was your passion. How did you know that academics in the sport realm was your passion, was your sector? You know, when I was growing up, sport was a huge influence in my life in terms of life skills, mm -hmm. you know, discipline, um, dealing with conflict, mm -hmm. um, uh, understanding that there's an end to a means. Let's, let's be honest, sport's going to end at some level. And even if you're the most elite uh, athlete in the world, your, your, your career's going to end. Exactly. And what are you Unless using? Tom Brady. That, that, well, true. <laughs> no, but I guarantee right? you, if Tom's going to retire here in the next couple of years, yeah. he's going to have opportunities yeah. because I guarantee he looked at that and where mm -hmm. I tell students all the time, and I'm sure Tom Brady did the same thing. Team don't 12. let, yeah, exactly. Team 12. Don't let sport use you, mm -hmm. use sport exactly. and get the most opportunity. Exactly. And that's what I loved about academics was I said a lot of these student athletes that I worked with were coming from first generation college students. Mm -hmm. they, they came from low socioeconomic and if it wasn't for their athletic ability, they wouldn't have the opportunity to get into higher education, much less getting fully funded. So I wanted to make a small impact and difference in those lives to mm -hmm. say, hey, look, if you go to the NFL, if you go to the NBA, great. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you got to look at it. Don't let the system use you. Get that degree. Get your master's degree. Because when you when that career ends, you're going to have to fall back on something. Mm -hmm. And by you getting a degree, it's not only going to open up opportunities for your family, mm -hmm. but for generations to come. Exactly. And it's like you said, it's creating generational knowledge and That's gener it. generational That's, yep. mindsets. Yep. You know, generational approaches on how to take advantage of the college experience. And speaking of the college experience, you know, you've been in academics for well over a decade now. How do you think the, the college experience has changed from students from when you started to what it is now? 
Well, just from a university perspective, you know, uh, working in higher education research um, is a huge part of being in academia as far as the institution itself. Mm -hmm. But I realized that more so than anything, what we were maybe not doing the best job of, particularly in sport, mm -hmm. was providing opportunities for students to get the practical knowledge base mm -hmm. along with that curriculum, along with that degree in mm -hmm. academia, to be able to make themselves the most marketable and more importantly, more knowledgeable exactly. so they can be assets to organizations exactly. versus organizations being assets to our students. Exactly. Because I tell our students at the end of the day, it's not what for companies can do for them, but what our students can do for them. And how do you do that? By getting internships, getting those opportunities, just like here in, in, in Miami, to be able to work the second largest sporting event in our country behind the Super Bowl for them to do that right here for the next four or five days. It, it, it's, it's, it's priceless exactly. and it's going to help them be able to have those opportunities in the future. Exactly. And to your point, practical experience <laughs> is so huge and so important. And I think, like I said, that's why I love what you do for Florida State and what you've well, done for me, because with your help, you were able to give me practical experiences being able to go to Madison Square Garden, hmm. being able to work for I, uh, IMG mm -hmm. Learfield. And these are all positions where, as you know, in sport, it's not like 10 people are getting the job. It's <laughs> one person. That's right. That's right. And that's why for you, Charles, particularly by having that experience at IMG Learfield, why are you working on your degree? Why you went to MSG to finish that master's degree and have that experience, but also allows you to understand some of the politics that you're going to be mm -hmm. entering, some of the challenge mm -hmm. with personnel, some mm -hmm. of the things that you may, from a corporate perspective, that you can handle of what you've learned in the classroom to be able to be better prepared mm -hmm. in what you're going to be doing in the future. Exactly. And that, to me, is an education all by itself. Exactly. And that's why I think it's very, very important why our program and all our faculty take truly advantage of that internship experience because if not they're gonna we're not better preparing them to be able to get that first full-time job exactly. in sport exactly and I think it also goes to your point you know in one of the classes that you teach it's when you go to these experiences being aware of yeah. what you're saying absolutely you know, being mindful and being aware of what of what you're saying about the politics or the navigation mm -hmm. or being present in the moment and taking advantage of that of every moment that you have in that opportunity so in Progressing with that thought, have you noticed a change in mindset or characteristics between the college student back then to <laughs> the college student now? Oh, 100%. I, you know, what's interesting, and I'm not saying that our generation, and when I say mm -hmm. back then, mine, mm -hmm. the work ethic was better, but this generation is a little bit more challenging to be able to get them a better understanding of what it's going to take to get in. And I say that because of the technology, exactly. um, you know, from a soci social media perspective, mm -hmm. to be able to have interpersonal communications, mm -hmm. uh, to be able to understand that it's not about me, 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 and the entitlement of what I get out of it. More mm -hmm. importantly, having that selfless um, ability to want to give back. Mm -hmm. And in our industry, we're, we're customer service, right? Mm -hmm. we're, 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 we're business first. And our students have to understand that, whether you're a coach, whether you're in marketing, whether you're in facilities event management, whether you're in intercollegiate athletics, professional athletics they have to have that and so we have to train them we have to teach them and I'll be honest with you they want a letter of recommendation from me they want me to pick up a call uh, to, uh, on, uh, to be able to get them an internship they better do their part and I tell them right mm -hmm. off and, and what are you doing to show me that because you only have a small window to make an impact mm -hmm. and I'm not saying I can help you but I certainly will go above and beyond to help you if you show me this is what you're willing to do mm -hmm. and that you show those skill sets that you know how to communicate effectively you know you're willing to go above and beyond you're willing to write a thank you note you're willing to be appreciative and passionate about this opportunity that we get and then it's going to pay off and I, I ultimately I think that's what's really helped our program along the last several years and to your point I would second your notion of the fact that if as us as students if we realize that all we have to do is put 
the intentionality out there yes. of what we want to do that's it. and why we want to do it, you'll be willing to help. 100%. And to me, that's what I get the joy in the mm -hmm. job. When I see our students working here and, and getting up, you know, early in the morning to be here to set up for 12, 13 hour days with a smile and understanding what this event is, mm -hmm. they can have to say, I, I made a small impact. I made a small difference in putting this huge event that, that the people across the country are going to watch. Oh, that's it. It's a lifetime. That's what makes sports so memorable. Mm -hmm. It's not about just watching your team win the game. Mm -hmm. It's about the overall experience. And that's exactly. what sport has lost because of COVID, because we don't have those memories. And mm -hmm. granted, watching television, being there is convenient, but there's nothing better to be in that live moment oh, of a sporting event. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you said, that's the X factor. That's it. That's what makes it so special. So to go back to what you're saying about the characteristics, could you name me like two or three of the key characteristics or, or skill sets that a college student should have or develop while they're in college, no matter what major that they're in? Absolutely. I think the first one is just likability. Be able mm -hmm. to um, have a presence of understanding your role mm -hmm. at all levels, meaning that, you know what, if I'm an intern, understand your role. What is that? Mm -hmm. Well, my role is to help in any way I can mm -hmm. and, and to be open and learn and be a sponge, right? Mm -hmm. I, I think open to um, uh, criticism, open to mm -hmm. uh, how do I get better? Mm -hmm. You know, for me, the best teachers and the best bosses I had were people that were actually willing to you know, not necessarily blame me for a mistake or mm -hmm. call me out, but mm -hmm. no, but just to say, hey, you know, Jason, I want you to do this, this, and this, because this is a better way of doing it. Mm -hmm. I learn more from my faults or from my lack of mm -hmm. versus saying, oh, I get defensive. A lot of our generation is defensive when you call them out. It's not about calling them out. Mm -hmm. It's helping you to get better because ultimately exactly. that shows to me that you care. Exactly. I think that's one. I, I think the other one is just understand that if this is what you want to do, well, then show me. And how do you show me? And you always have the theme, I want to be the first one in, the last one out. Yeah, that's part of it. Mm -hmm. But also, too, have a positive attitude. Mm. I mean, we're, we're working in sport. Exactly. Have a smile. Exactly. We're not digging ditches. We're not, we're not uh, when doing something, we, we're miserable, you know, when exactly. that alarm goes off. We're working in sport and entertainment. Mm -hmm. Show it. Have that personality. Have that attitude that, you know what, I love what I do. Mm -hmm. And show it from a facial. But, you know, when I see students moping or they're mm -hmm. just like, oh, you know, yeah. and our, then, then to me that shows that, that this is not for them, right? Exactly. And I don't care what area of sport it is, but to show that you, you have the ability to want to be there, first off. Mm -hmm. Number two, show an understanding that what your role is as you climb the ladder. Mm -hmm. And the last thing is really, and I think this is just something that I think will just take time, is that when you find your passion in sport, be humble. Mm. Be understanding that it's not about your next step. It's not about your next move. Mm -hmm. Take it in. Enjoy that position. Mm -hmm. Because let me tell our students all the time is that the grass isn't greener on exactly. the other side. Exactly. Enjoy if you find that. Maintain that. Exactly. And I appreciate you giving perspective, you know, to myself and people watching and listening about, you know, those key, those key uh, skill sets, because I think, like you said, they're invaluable oh. and they translate any industry, any profession, and it, it could be personal or interpersonal relationships. Oh, 100%. You know? So we're going to take a step back and then I want to address, I want to give you a hypothetical situation, right? So let's say that you're a high school guidance counselor and you're speaking with uh, a student that is looking to go to college and they're in a tough economic situation uh, in terms of their parents can't afford to pay for their college. They don't have that opportunity. Uh, that was my situation. I had my parents, I just take out student loans. So what would you tell someone like me who bright, um, doesn't have a real path on how to get to college, uh, what experiences or what should they be doing to put themselves in a position to not only go to college, but be in a position to get scholarship money? 
the biggest thing I tell our students all the time, even when they're in college and looking for it, from a socioeconomic perspective, it, it's what are you doing? Make sure that you apply for everything that's out there as far as funding, scholarship, and it's all about access and, mm -hmm. and education and exposure. Um, you know, one of the things I tell our students is that, you know, just because you apply and you're offered the position doesn't mean you need to take it. And just like mm -hmm. with anything else that's offered in terms of financial aid, right, mm -hmm. uh, in terms of, here's I am, I got a, I got a student manager scholarship. Who would have thought that as a student manager for football that they were going to pay my room, board, yeah. and books? How did you get that? Well, you know, first of all, it's being, it's thinking outside the box. Mm. I show up there. I see these people on the side. I say, well, what are you doing? I ask questions. I think mm. questioning, asking, so I, I do this, this. Well, do you get paid for it? Well, no, we get we get a meal plan and we and we get room and board. I said, what? I said, how many hours you work? Well, it's a, it's a long days, but you know, you get exposure, mm -hmm. you get to travel with the team. I said, what? And you get Nike gear and you get rings. I said, what, what? So it's asking questions. You turn questions into currency. That's it, beautiful statement. And that's mm -hmm. what it is. And what I notice about our generation of students, they don't want to ask that question. They feel mm -hmm. like they're bothering someone or mm -hmm. they feel like, you know, that, you know, I don't want to be intrusive. I, mm -hmm. um, you know, granted there's a professional way to do it, mm -hmm. but that, more than anything, by you asking questions shows me that you care mm. and that you have an ability to want to do it. Mm. And I think our students, and particularly in high school, you know, get involved. Get involved with your high school manager. If you're not in the football team, if you want to work in sport, talk to the coach, talk mm. to the athletic director, mm. uh, talk to people around the community, how you can get involved. Because mm -hmm. the more you can get involved, the more knowledge and education you're going to get access to that ultimately will carry you through mm -hmm. to that next step in college. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then... To your, to your point, right, um, talking about resources, uh, do you, I'm, I'm putting you in the spot, do you off your hand know of places that high school students should go, like websites wise, mm. that they can go for grants and scholarships? Because for me, yeah. I, I kind of knew that, but I had no idea where to search or how to search. Well, the first thing is, depending on where you live, I mean, here we live in Tallahassee, mm -hmm. we have TCC, we have Florida A&M University. We have Florida State University. Exactly. Listen, I'm in business. I understand it. But what I would tell high school students, you know, you've got the universities. You got Miami Dade here. You got UM. Go by there. Like Just you go there. Go there. Like I tell people, you know, it's all informational interviews. Go there, knock on the door, mm -hmm. ask questions because they're going to give you, if they see that you're taking the effort to mm -hmm. park here, come up to my office and you're just looking for opportunities to fund my education, resources, mm -hmm. they're going to go out of the way. Mm -hmm. Obviously, internet is great, you know, yeah. but some of our students don't have access to internet. Exactly. Go to the library, mm -hmm. go, go find out ways to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. It may be a little more hassle, maybe we're taking a little time, but I can mm -hmm. assure you it'll pay off mm -hmm. over and over and over again. It's mm -hmm. just feeling the confidence just to ask mm -hmm. and go there. Like you, you're part of us, you, you have the resources here. Just use them, I can tell students all the time. Mm -hmm. You have phenomenal resources here at Florida State University. I'm gonna make you use them through the Career Center. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make you use them throughout the campus to make sure that you understand when you leave here, mm -hmm. you're, making it, you're making an impact, not just for yourself, mm -hmm. but for opportunities that you'll have in the future. And I'm so glad you said the, the point of just going there, oh, you know, just going there and, and putting yourself out, out there, there, you know, and making yourself put a name to the face <laughs> because a lot of times, like you said, a lot of people, you're a voiceless, I mean, That's you're it. a faceless voice. That's exactly you right. Know? We hear you, but we don't see you. So we can't make that connection. Like you said, that might be the separate or actually it is a separator between who gets the scholarship money and who doesn't. Well, it's like you putting yourself in that in a box. You're, you're, you're supposed to stay here. You're supposed to, you can't go outside. No, you can't go outside the box. Mm -hmm. You have a right to, mm -hmm. you know, everybody has a right to. Everybody mm -hmm. has the ability to get the same information, mm -hmm. the same access. And it's just a matter of giving those 
students and those people that are looking for that the ability to do such and give and it may be where you know we have to drive them over there and, and, and get that confidence there you know because some students i get it they're shy they don't feel that that's mm -hmm. not them you know i'll send an email mm -hmm. well listen you can only do so much with the email go there show it because that just shows another way that you care and that you really want that information exactly and then to your point um let's say you're in college now do you can you name me maybe using florida state as an mm -hmm. example of what are some resources on campus that you think students should be aware of or they don't take advantage enough? Yeah, well, I think first and foremost is, you know, go, go to the athletic department. There's so mm -hmm. many different jobs for tutoring positions that people don't even think of. I mm -hmm. told you about student manager positions, mm -hmm. athletic training positions. Mm -hmm. um, even I would go to the undergraduate studies office for mm -hmm. each of their campuses to see what type of jobs are available on campus. Mm -hmm. Work study opportunities if you qualify through FAFSA. Mm -hmm. Go to the graduate offices to see what scholarships and jobs that are offered through GA positions. Mm -hmm. Go to the department heads of the college or the, the program that you're in mm -hmm. to ask what type of assistantships and resources you can offer. Mm -hmm. So I think ultimately, you know, having the ability to just go out there and ask for the information, because it's right there in mm -hmm. Florida State. It's just a matter of figuring out. Now, be honest, they, they may say, well, we're full or, mm -hmm. you know, we don't have as many positions, but we'll keep you in mind. Do you have a resume? But that's just keep it at it. Because mm -hmm. listen, in our professional following up, that's it. Following up, that that's it. very, very key. And, and to your point, I got a position with a sports agent off of following up. Yep. You know, literally, and it wasn't even like a day later, it was like two weeks later. You know, I was persistent with following up. And then I got the second interview, and then the rest is history. Well, you know what I tell our students? You have to be professionally persistent. Mm, and is what the key exactly. is. Exactly. And, and, and that means not to wear them out, mm -hmm. not to drive them insane, mm -hmm. but pick the key points of when to reach out to those people. Mm -hmm. And I tell students, you know, in spring break or when you have some time off, if you're in a city, plan meetings, plan informational meetings during your time off from school to show the executives, the people that you're looking for, not for jobs, mm -hmm. but just talk to me about your career. Mm -hmm. You know, Jason, tell me how you got to where you got. What is some advice, Charles, that you can offer me to be able to get my first full-time internship in the industry? Mm -hmm. And those are things that are going to help separate you at a time that, you know, people may be, hey, spring break, I'm all about socializing, mm -hmm. I'm all about having a good time. Mm -hmm. But again, as I mentioned before, you only have such a short window to make a tremendous impact to market your skills and who you are to be able to get that first-time first, first time job in the Ex sport. Exactly. And I think it's to your point of, you know, having situational awareness, I think, is mm -hmm. key as a college student, too, because... I think in your situation, right, uh, or your example, it goes to show that, yeah, if you are looking for a way in, then maybe you should, this spring break, yes. for this year, yes. you should take it off. That's it. And then go above and beyond and separate yourself. That's it. Now, if you're in a situation where you've had your experiences, you know, like like, like the law students, right? Yep. When they're doing their, their third year of law school, they yep. already have a job secured. Yep. Now that spring break you can have some fun. Absolutely. Right? So I think it goes to your point about situational awareness and in your situation being being willing to go above and beyond I'm, because it, it will pay back tenfold. Absolutely. And, and I say this all the time. Listen, you know, the, the ability to have socialization, to go out, mm -hmm. play video games, go to the beaches, go to, is always going to be there. Mm -hmm. But what's not going to be there is your ability to gain that experience where students are doing that. And that's mm -hmm. just another option, another opportunity for you to be able to get up on them to realize this is what's going to make an impact. And ultimately, you know, like I said, if you work hard, you play hard. But mm -hmm. you don't get to play until you have all your things and all your ducks in a row. You cross your T's, you die, and then you enjoy yourself. But not until then. Exactly. Exactly, to your point. And like you said, um, 
You know, this is just awesome. You know, having a chance to be here during college football national championship weekend. We have people taking pictures and all the things like that. And like I said, Florida State University is the only university I know of that is a part of the the full experience and what makes this experience and what makes you so special and makes Florida State and the department so special. So I, I appreciate wow. once again um, this experience and, and being present in this moment. So another question for you, right? So let's say you're a freshman and you're looking to have a productive freshman year to set up sophomore through senior year. What would you do as a freshman? Like what are some activities you would mm -hmm. do or steps you would take knowing the knowledge that you have to set up a productive sophomore to senior year? Well, first and foremost, as a freshman, to be able to have an internship right off the get-go is so critical. Mm -hmm. I tell our students to get involved in our student association called the Sport Management Student Association, where they get exposed to different professionals within the industry. They get mm -hmm. to go on potential professional developing networking trips to mm -hmm. get them exposed to that. Um, the other thing is uh, go ahead and go by the athletic department. Go by and see what type of opportunities they have in the different areas with marketing, mm -hmm. whether it be sport information, whether it be uh, as equipment manager, as, as in compliance or academics or the mm -hmm. business office. I mean, go on and on and on. And the problem is students don't know what's out there mm -hmm. until you go. And as, as they get up to my level in the junior and senior in the grad program, well, then they already hopefully by the freshman sophomore year, they already have that plan already established mm -hmm. based on what they want to do, what mm -hmm. experience they've already been created. And now it's just a matter of gaining that um, time as, into a full-time internship. Exactly. And like you said, action oh so action. important just that that really is to sum it up what you said it's all about action creating action creating action that's it and because you can speak all the time well, i want to do this i want to mm -hmm. do that i want to be a sport agent i want to be a gm that's all nice to hear mm -hmm. but let me tell you something if you're not showing me that action or not just me or the people that are going to make those decisions to want to bring you aboard as a mm -hmm. quality control coach mm -hmm. whether it be a scout uh whether it be a first full-time uh, job within intercollegiate athletics whatever your goal is if you're not showing me you're gaining the knowledge base and the work ethic and the networks mm -hmm. that you're going to be able to create through those interns that are going to go to bat for Charles Stewart, mm -hmm. then it's going to be very difficult for you to continue that plan of where you want to ultimately end your career. Exactly. So in piggybacking off of what you just said, what do you think separates someone from having success and not having success in a sports career? Well, the biggest thing I've noticed, and, and there's a common theme to that point, Charles, is this, is grit and mm. hustle and determination mm. and, and persistence. Mm. You can't let, you're going to have mo more no's uh, in this profession than you are yeses. I agree. And what you do with those no's is what you're going to be able to get those yeses. Don't ever take uh, no for an answer in the sense that, you know what, okay, how could I have gotten better? Mm. Let me talk to the employer. What, what, mm. what could I have done differently? Or maybe they had a better candidate, which so be it. Mm. But let me continue to grind it. Yeah, mm. well, Dr. Pappas, I, I need to pay the bills. Hey, I, I get that. Mm. Well, then show me you want it. Get a part-time job at mm. Publix. Get a part-time job here. Put those hours in. Show me that grit. Show me that hustle. Show me that you truly want to be here because that ultimately is what separates the successful students that are in this industry from ones that are not in mm -hmm. this industry. And I, I'm so glad you said that because I think people underestimate the fact that you working your way up in sports, you don't get paid, honestly. <laughs> no. Um, I was fortunate enough that with your connections, I was able to have experiences in sports where I did get compensated but for the most part, prior to meeting you, I had multiple years of working for free in sports, working over 40 plus hours, you know, for free, and then working on the weekends just to supplement. So I worked seven days a week, five days for free, and then two days paid, just to pursue my dream, to continue my dream. And I think it's very important, and I'm so glad you said that, 
is that in sports, they talk about the players not getting paid. <laughs> Imagine the, the, the students like us that work the sporting events that set it up. We... <laughs> We get negative dollars. <laughs> well, well, and that's it, you know, Charles. And that's why I think it's a huge reality check for some of our students that are thinking about going into sport. Mm -hmm. And I try to lay it right on the um, line on them because I think if they don't, then then they're going to have a, a tremendous misconception of, of what it's going to take. And, and I think ultimately you got to remember, you're, you're going to be working in an industry that you're going to love to get up for every morning, to be able to be a part of a team, to be mm -hmm. of something that you can say you, you, you've made a difference in, in, in an industry or an exactly. organization or a team. So with that being said, you've got to have that understanding. You've got to be able to do it because you only have, again, I'm going back to that short window, because when you're my age, when you have children, when you have bills and responsibilities, mm -hmm. for me to do a, a free full-time internship, I, I just can't because yeah. I have responsibilities I got to take. Mm -hmm. So that's why I tell our students, look, you got to look long-term, not short-term. Mm -hmm. Grind it now. Mm -hmm. You're young. you got the energy. Mm -hmm. Just get the knowledge base. Suck it. You know, it, I'm not saying to promote working 50, 60, 70, 80-hour work weeks, mm -hmm. but I kind of am if you yeah. really want it. Exactly. Because the more knowledge you have with the ability to not worry about funds or money, the mm -hmm. better you're going to be when those jobs are a prime. Because, it's again, it's how you can become an asset. Mm -hmm. And the only way to do that is to be able to go that extra mile. Get on YouTube. Learn how to use uh, Python analytics and mm -hmm. Tableau, learn how to do um, uh, analytic design measures, understand mm -hmm. how to do a marketing strategy on your own, but then apply it to within a real practical situation, whether mm -hmm. it be at your institution for athletics, mm -hmm. at the junior college, at the high school, mm -hmm. wherever that might be, but it's going to give you that ability to showcase your skill set at the highest level where you'll be able to get those opportunities. Exactly, and I think it's just, it's just so underrated, you know, to your point of just how much grinding and how much effort it takes and mental fortitude it takes you know to have a, a, a career in sports and and to your point of looking short and long term and the fact that yep. like you said you are suggesting working 50 60 70 hours to start yes that doesn't mean no. it ends that way nope you know um and sometimes it's just a precursor to yeah, it stays that way, depending on what you're trying to do in sports. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's like you said, in order for you to know, even if it would to make sense, it makes sense to go head in 100 miles an hour for 30 hours. That's it. And, and then after a couple months or after a year, then you can assess Absolutely. if this is for me or if this isn't for me. 100%. And I think at the end of the day, here I never thought in a million years I'd be in academia, mm -hmm. you know, to be able to be in the classroom, mm -hmm. to be able to use my experience within the industry to mm -hmm. students to help them guide their path. And I will say this, for life, work balance is the best it's ever been for me in terms mm -hmm. of being able to be a part of my family, to be able to be an industry that I love so much. Mm -hmm. and, and you do. And I think as you grow into your career, you're going to have the option and the ability because of what you did early on exactly. to be able to have those decisions to have that work-life balance. And at the end of the day, it's something that you've got to realize. The more experience you have, the more expertise you have, the more opportunities you're going to have to be able to hire the right people to be your own boss, to be your own leader, mm. to be able to make that impact. So mm. ultimately, it's, it's having the ability to have that plan, as you mentioned earlier, mm. and maintain that. Because it may change a little bit over time, mm -hmm. but the more you stay on that plan, the more options you're going to have to be able to choose the kind of lifestyle you want within your career and your personal life. Great. I, I appreciate those words because that, that is so important for people to hear Absolutely. that want to either pursue sports or pursue a oh. uh, profession like sports where it's a grind, it's a commitment, it and there's a big payoff potentially, and there's Absolutely. a lot of perks associated with it. Absolutely. Now, I want to switch the pace a little bit 
And I want to ask you a question in terms of, you know, as we're speaking uh, in pre-production um, about my resume situation, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I want you to give some advice to students in my situation. So, for instance, uh, I've put the grind in. Yeah, yeah. I put the hard work in. I did the hours. I set my resume up with specific intentional experiences that I thought would separate me from the back, from the pack. And then when I went to interview with a major, you know, sports entity, they told me in the interview that essentially I would be bored and I would, I was already good enough to do their job and I was essentially overqualified. And that's something that, you know, honestly, being, being a minority, you have to work harder and you have to separate yourself Absolutely. more. So it's always been not qualified or underqualified. So then to fast forward, I'm really trying to enter in my sports career, my profession. I, I find an opportunity that aligns with what I'm trying to do. And they tell me that I'm overqualified. And I didn't know how to respond. I didn't even know <laughs> how to even answer that question. You know, so I wanna ask your opinion on if you were in my situation at that moment, hindsight being 2020, what is what you would say or what advice you would offer to someone in that situation? Well, you know, certainly I, I, I guess you could view that as somewhat of a compliment, but you don't want the compliment, you want the job, right? Exactly. So, so I would simply state, you know, are you looking for the most qualified pers uh, person for this position mm -hmm. or are you looking for someone that you think is a better fit? And if that's the case, you know, I would want you to be honest with me to say, hey, look, you know, what, what was the real reason that you didn't want me? And, 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 and you do it a way that's professional because mm -hmm. you want to grow from, like I mentioned before, you're going to get a lot more no's than you are yes's. Exactly. And what you want to figure out is how you can get better. And I think at that point in time is, is simply this, is that if you think I'm so overqualified, well, then what type of person are you looking for this position? The most qualified person? And if not, what truly is something that I could have done differently or better to be able to make myself the right person for this job? Mm -hmm. And I think it's to your point, um, and I wanted to share that experience because sure. sometimes there is no right answer. No. You know, and sometimes... Like you said, you just have to take it as with a with a grain of salt mm -hmm. and still be persistent and still be consistent on staying focused on what's your goal. That's right. What's your why and why are you doing it? And realizing that just because the opportunity closed doesn't mean all the opportunities close. Absolutely. That's just that opportunity. And, and and what are you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say because that opportunity closed doesn't mean that another opportunity because they're gonna remember you as being overqualified. Exactly. You're a minority. Which granted that could be a good thing and it could be somewhat a not a good thing because at the exactly. end of the day, it looks what is that organization looking for, right? Mm -hmm. And um, in sport, I think for me, it's it's more impressive to have diversity mm -hmm. and inclusion within an organization mm -hmm. to match the representation of the groups and the, and the organization of it. Because if not, then I think you have a balance. And I think at the end of the day, whatever that company is, I look at it like this, mm -hmm. simple this and keep it in mind is that maybe that's not a company you want to work for. Mm. You know, if they're saying you're overqualified, mm. what does that truly mean? Mm. Are they telling, are they being honest? Mm. Are they really truly assessing your abilities mm. or are they just telling you what you want to hear so they don't offend you? Mm. And at the end of the day, if they're not going to be honest with you, mm -hmm. well, maybe that's not an organization you may not want to work for. Exactly. And I'm glad you, you said that last, um, that last statement, because I think that goes to what we can do, you know, as someone who is in my position is do a better job of scouting out the companies that we want to work for and doing our due diligence and making sure that it's the culture, it's the environment, it's the, 
reading the reviews uh, of the organization and seeing if that is an organization that we should be a part of or realizing that, you know, in our situation, if you are quote unquote qualified, maybe that's a sign to start your own hmm. business. Absolutely. You know, start your own LLC and figure out. That's right. Since I have so much skills in, in this area and I can provide so much value, how do I turn that value into equity? Well, and, and that's a great point. And we talk about this in my class, professional mm -hmm. development. The first and foremost thing you want to do when you're looking for any position is do your research. Mm -hmm. Research, research. Understand the culture of the organization. Mm -hmm. Understand the people you'll be working for. Mm -hmm. Understand some of the um, responsibilities that you will be acquiring if you were given that position. Mm -hmm. And then with that research will hopefully help identify if this is truly a job you would really want. Now, mm -hmm. the other point of it is this. If you're saying that, look, if I'm overqualified and I've got all these skill sets and I've got all this experience, well, at the end of the day, I want to work in sport. I'm in a tough situation here in 2020 with COVID. What can I do to produce that revenue? And I think your point was well taken. Entrepreneurship, entrepreneurs is where it's at. And what you said of opening up your own LLC to be able to open up your own agency or, or, or management company or a creative idea that could relate to delivery of sport or to, is a great way to do it because there's no better time now mm -hmm. to open up your own business or own opportunity than now because you can work from home. Mm -hmm. Right. You can you can you can mute. You got Zoom. You got, we all have that down. Mm -hmm. You can you don't have to travel nearly mm -hmm. as much. So mm -hmm. if anything, to count cash that experience in and your education into something that's going to produce revenue. Mm -hmm. But more than anything, stay in a profession you love so you can pay the bills. Exactly. 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 And then I, I think I want to end off um, with the final question of if I gave you some truth serum. Right. Yep. And I said, I want you to answer this question. How do you realistically make six to seven figures in the sports profession? <laughs> what does that look like and how do I get there? Well, first Remember, I gave you truth serum. <laughs> yeah, here's the deal. You're, you're not going to make $100,000 in this profession, period. And if you do, you're, good blessing for you because, again, and I'm, I'm going to say this to you, Charles, more than anything, mm -hmm. you shouldn't go into a field that you have a passion for if you're driven by money. Mm if you're driven by titles, mm. because that, those things will come. Mm -hmm. If you truly love what you do, you love being in an environment that you get, because people are gonna notice it and they're mm. gonna compensate you and mm. they're gonna reward you, whether mm. it's a car, whether it's a title, mm. whether it's $100,000, mm. because at the end of the day, you're gonna be marketable that people want you on your mm. team because you have those skill sets mm -hmm. that you're gonna be an asset. Mm -hmm. If you wanna make $100,000 mm -hmm. in the sport industry, then you better find out how you can be uh, an asset to that particular organization. How do you separate yourself? What type of work, what are you doing differently mm -hmm. that I should pay Charles Stewart $100,000 or more for someone that I could pay for 50,000 because they're just happy to be there, right? Mm. And that's where you got to understand that this is a competitive industry, mm. but more than anything, if you're driven by money, if you're driven by titles, please, and I tell everybody out there, do not go in this industry because it's more of not just a career, it's a lifestyle. And there's a lot of sacrifice you're going to have to do, whether it's working late hours, whether it's working nights, whether it's working during the holidays. Mm -hmm. But the fact of the matter is, it's like you've never worked a day in your life. Mm -hmm. And that's where the true joy comes from. Mm -hmm. When you know you can make a positive impact in people's lives mm -hmm. and that you're saying to yourself that you can go to bed at night knowing that you love what you do, mm -hmm. to me, there's not a price in dollars and cents that can offer that $100,000. Exactly. And I'm so glad you said that because it touches upon what we st what we started about by saying is that you know this is a rough and rugged yeah. industry and also I'm glad you 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 said sh shed some light on the fact that most people in sports 99% of people work in sports don't make six figures mm -mm. 
you know what you you get six figures worth of perks yeah oh yeah that's what you get you don't get the you don't get the (laughs) tangible money but you get the perks and the experiences and the memories that are worth six figures. Well, that's 100% right. Our students here, they don't get a paid a dime, but they get the opportunity to put this on the resume. They get to go to the national championship mm-hmm. game. They get the opportunity to get some gear. Mm-hmm. They get the opportunity to network and meet with great people. Mm-hmm. But more than anything else, you do get those perks. And yeah, is that something that you should enjoy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just a bonus. People said to me, I've been to 20 national title games, multiple Super Bowls, I've been to every sporting event you can think of, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But you know, one of the great things that I love more than anything, that's definitely a perk, mm-hmm. is to have people like my former students, like Charles Stewart here, mm-hmm. interviewing me about some of the things that are gonna make students successful in our industry. Mm-hmm. To me, today is what brings me the joy. Mm-hmm. And so this is my Super Bowl. Yeah. This is my national championship. Yeah. To be able to see a student like yourself, understanding this industry, making the most of it, and you wanna give back to mm-hmm. others that are looking to get back, are looking to get in the center. So thank you, Charles, I, I from my Super Bowl. I, I appreciate those kind words. And then, you know what, one question since, um, before I let you go, and yeah, the camera's still not dead yet, so we got a little bit of time. Sure. Um, how do you know what your passion oh, is? Oh, that's easy. Or how do you, yeah. like, how do you know this is my passion? Well, I'm very spiritual. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's like the, the moment when I accepted uh, Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, mm-hmm. I knew right in my heart that's what it was. I knew with God in my heart I could do all things mm-hmm. through Him, right? Mm-hmm. Well, just like in your passion, when you find that, it hits your heart. Mm-hmm. You're like, I could see myself. I, you just know. It's like you meet your wife, right? Mm-hmm. When you meet that relationship or, or whoever that is, mm-hmm. you just know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's whether it's a satisfaction you get from it or mm-hmm. it's the joy you get or it's the skills that you have that, that, that uh, match that job, mm-hmm. whatever the case is, you just know. It's in your heart. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, when I knew that this is an area is where I wanted to work, you just know. I mean, mm-hmm. people have desire to want to work in events because they can look back and say, you know, this is a small part I can make. Or they can look at um, the ability to work in compliance, that they were able to help, you know, a student athlete become eligible. Mm-hmm. Or you got opportunity to work in marketing, increase revenue. Mm-hmm. Whatever that is, whatever that joy mm-hmm. and passion, you know. And that's why the more internships you do, the more experience you have, the more ability that you're going to find out what your passion is within sport. Awesome. And I think we'll leave on on those excellent words. Like I said, this is the credentials uh, with your host, Charles Stewart. We have the illustrious, the legendary Uh, Dr. Jason Pappas, the proud proud CEO of Florida State's sports manager program, the number one program in the nation for your master's. And uh, see you next time. And let me say this, he says those kind things, but let me tell you, Dr. James, Dr. Newman, Dr. Kim, Dr. Han Han, Dr. Flanagan, Dr. Dew, you know, we, we have uh, Mr. Ho, Tony Daniels, our entire department, Dr. Rodenberg, you know, Dr. Jardina, we have the best faculty in the nation because of that in our curriculum and what we do for our students. It's not me and it's never has been. It's about our students and about our overall department. And I enjoy being at Florida State. I enjoy working with students. But go Knowles, and we'll hope to see you here back at Florida State University. Go Knowles. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. That was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. Good. Cool. Generational Sports Partnerships and Productions appreciates you viewing and or listening to this original content series. Let this empower you towards positive action. Now let's be great. Goodbye.